0: Oh, it's episode 96, just one boundary away from the 100th episode. Um, have we got anything exciting planned for that, Katie? Not yet. No, not yet. But well, we could do, couldn't we? We could plan something yes. exciting. Or we could not. We could just like talk like we normally do. Yes. Anyway, um, here we go. It's We're back, sort of, more or less-ish, and it's the Fetch Everyone weekly podcast. Dust off that LP play that intro. FetchEveryone.com is a free website for runners, bikers, swimmers, walkers, and everyone else. Some websites put their best features behind a paywall. Well, we throw snowballs at your paywall. Everything on Fetch is free for everyone to use. If you like what the site offers, Fung us a couple of quid, and if you don't like what it offers, actually just tell me, and I'll try and make it a little bit better, just a little bit at a time. That's how it works. Um, People tell me stuff, and then I try and do it. So uh, I'm joined by the lovely and awesome Katie uh, sitting opposite me in her sort of salmony pink. No, salmony? No, no, it's not (laughs) salmony. No. She's wearing a top. Um, and she's right here. I mean, she always wears a top. <laughs> <laughs> Just I don't want to paint any pictures. But anyway, hello, Katie. Hello. Say something quick before
1: I. I'm trying to say something, but your intro is uh, is long. Okay. Uh, so I'm I'm mostly here. I would say. Yeah. I'm not. I can't put any percentage on how much of me is here, but mostly here. A little bit of me is sitting on the Isle of Wight yeah holding hands with my dad well actually feet because well you know why don't you fetchies um but yeah I held on to his feet yesterday and we had some lovely chats um but yeah a little bit of me is still there so there we go um yeah but
0: we had quite the journey getting we there had quite a journey getting yeah. there Have a look at my blog from Sunday, the 24th, um, to see the sort of weather we were driving through. But Or just have a look out your window, because it looks like everybody's got it, pretty much. Yes. Um, Yeah, it's the slowest I've ever driven on a dual carriageway for a (laughs) a whole hour.
1: We were were shooting down, um, feeling very pleased with ourselves, weren't we, at the lack of traffic. And uh, somehow we'd managed... I'd looked at the forecast for um, Bedford, obviously... Portsmouth and where my dad lives which is near Sandown and um, looked at all of those and there was a, a sort of the, the odd talk of little bit of sleety snow um, but we got just past Guildford and it started to snow and then these just enormous biggest snowflakes I've ever seen yeah it started to come down and they were just covering the road very quickly
0: yeah there was a lot of slip sliding about from some of the other cars.
1: Yeah, so we I was driving, and um, I've driven a couple of times in snow, but I've never driven on an A-road and a dual carriageway in the, that sort of condition. So I went with caution, low gears and all of that, especially as the A3 is quite an uppy-downy road if you've ever been on it. Yeah. Because um, it's right next to the downs, isn't it? Yeah. Um and so the Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah it was interesting. Uh we largely were just single file um all the all the cars that we we had with us until it started to slush up as it started to um rain a bit as we got closer to Portsmouth and then the sort of four wheel drive type four wheel drive types were shooting past us and the the big sort of vans were driving past us and one came past and it just must have hit the most enormous Kind of, I don't know whether it was a puddle of slush or something, but it was all thrown onto our windscreen like a bucket of slush had been thrown at us. Very suddenly, no warning, <laughs> and we both just like hearts in mouths, didn't we? Really, it was yeah, a, a real down from that, scary yeah. adrenaline-fueled moment. Um, but then, yep, yeah, roads cleared. Got to Portsmouth, and it was like none of it had ever happened, and no sign of it on the Isle of Wight either. Absolutely. Blue skies, sunny.
0: Yeah. yeah, they don't have any crime there. They don't have any snow there. They don't. These do. are the facts we've established.
1: They don't put up with snow.
0: No.
1: Um, but yeah, so we're a little bit, a little bit jaded from a, a one-day trip to to there, but we're all right, aren't we?
0: Yeah. I mentioned a lovely soup in my blog, and I I yes. heartily commend this to you listeners. Yeah.
1: Bit of a game changer, this. Yeah. yeah. We we made well. I made carrot parsnip and ginger soup. Um and then Ian heated it up and put it into one of our big flasks. And we had We it.
0: have several. <laughs>
1: oh God. Yes.
0: No, uh, we've got two of them. Oh yes.
1: Yeah. No, we've got one big one, one small one, but anyway, yeah. Um and we'd yes, we sat in the ferry port car park. We did not have it anywhere else in case it was deemed to be a picnic. Um, but we and we we didn't really want to do too much while we were in in the house with with my dad and my stepmom. Um, so, and you can't eat or drink on the ferry now. You can't do any of that. So it was all like, where where are we going to actually eat? This okay, it's in the car in the ferry port car park. So we did that very civilized. I'd taken proper bowls, proper spoons.
0: <laughs> I know it was amazing. One napkin short of you know proper. <laughs> it, it was quite wonderful to like take the lid off the flask and we were both yeah. thinking is it still going to be warm it's been like eight or nine hours or something yeah. since we heated it and then the steam came out and then it was like i've got a bowl of soup in my yeah in my face it was lovely
1: so we yeah. had that just before we got on the ferry home and um and the ferries were lovely as well i thought because they were so quiet mm. and i was out on deck on my own for a lot of the time, because I like, I don't like to sit indoors. If there's an outside space, I take it. Thanks, very much. So um, I was out there, and it was really still and calm on the Solent, and just lovely skies. Oh, yeah, can't beat it. Yeah, there are benefits from this situation, and and, and that that was one of the the kind of soul lifting benefits.
0: Um, yeah, I mentioned our cheeky little walk <laughs> along the beach yeah um, in between you know you're having some time with your dad, um yeah, and it was just feels like a real treat, like yeah, no one can go anywhere, but if, like scribbler talks about being so near to the beach that mm. her walks go on it, and mm. you just get a little taste of that, yeah, and it's so nice, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, it was a good thing to have done we had a we had an overall good day, I yeah say. I'd
0: say. so you came away sort of knowing more, uh, avoiding yeah. third, uh, third-hand 3rd reporting and and yes. to see for yourself. seeing very, very for sad. myself.
1: Yeah. Um, I was a little bit of a physio nag and I I did get him up for a little walk around the house, uh, which he did brilliantly well. And um, I also um, made him drink some water and he said, you're torturing me. <laughs> he said it with a smile, Fetchies. And um, I I said with a smile if this is torturing you then i'm going to just carry on for a few more minutes um because he's not drinking much so getting him to drink some water is a little bit of a triumph really yeah um but yeah i had a few little smiles from him which was which was great so anyway yes that was our training really wasn't it like dangerous driving slash looking at the beach yeah uh eating soup in a car park for yesterday but what did you do yep. nice nice segue here
0: what did you do this week um well seeing as how we haven't really sort of had anything for any sort of proper podcast since about early december let's yes, let's, let's be honest um i just wanted to sort of round up where i'm at generally so um my calf is behaving. That's good. That is good. Um, I've set myself a thousand mile target for the year and um, I'm within one or two miles of being on par for that. Um, I got a jazzy new watch for my birthday, which does heart rate on the wrist and tells you all sorts of fancy stuff. So I've been collecting my information and maybe just altered my running sort of aims on a daily basis a little bit because of that so i'm doing lots of um mileage in the sort of the low end of the heart rate zones um and and that's been going well um and i'm just excited i'm still at that point where i'm excitedly checking my resting heart rate every morning and going oh is that a new record and and this morning I got a new record. I got a, I got a resting heart rate of forty four mm-hmm. overnight. So
1: good. I'm pretty, so you, proud you just of myself. you just mentioned setting your target for the year. Mm-hmm. Can you talk me through how I set my target for the year?
0: Okay, go to the homepage.
1: Yep.
0: You see, there's a big target. On yes,
1: the massive, isn't it?
0: Click like the dartboard. Yeah. For yep. anybody is wondering, um, click the dartboard.
1: Yeah, done
0: that. And then that takes you to a page where you will have uh, four different coloured boxes, one for run, swim, bike and walk. And then you just type your numbers in and press mm. update or whatever it is, set or something.
2: Lovely.
1: Done.
0: Yeah. What's your target? I'll
1: tell you in a minute.
0: Okay, I'm going to come on to you. Um, but um, generally speaking, I'm yeah, I'm really enjoying being out. Um, I've been blogging a little bit about how I feel when I'm running as well, so... Um, and i'm also trying to do the daily blog thing technically i've failed yes. um because there was one that i posted at about half past midnight i think yes, it was yes you have failed yeah i have failed um i'm appalled at myself
1: i think you would be as strict with any other person so
0: well yeah i, we I don't have to be I don't just
1: get, as strict with you
0: i get that i don't get a badge for it and that's fine and and i i wasn't doing it for the badge because if I wanted to fetch everyone a virtual badge, I would make myself one. No, you
1: wouldn't. You would not cheat like
0: that. No. Tell no.
1: the fetches that you wouldn't cheat.
0: I, I promise I wouldn't. Right. I wouldn't. But I do have like a, a special collection of virtual badges that I've made for myself. <laughs> and I, I've got them in a Word document. Mm. I'm like, I like go and look at them. Mm. That's not true. No, it's not it's true. It's not true. No. no. Um, so I've, I've not done it officially because I posted it half past midnight but i'm still going to carry on because i am genuinely doing it because i'd like to do it i'd like to yeah. have some sort of documentation and it does sort of um get you thinking about different things and mm. it's, it's nice to write yeah um whatever you write about mm. so um and last time i looked i haven't looked for a couple of days um, but last time I looked, I think there were at least 70-odd people still doing still daily blogs who, who haven't failed. No. Yeah. And plenty of people who aren't doing daily blogs, and they haven't really failed either. They've just chosen... chosen They've chosen. chosen. They've chosen not to. Mm. Um, and that's all okay. It is. It's Tell us about good. your training, Katie. Are you done?
1: Probably. You haven't already said much, have you?
0: Have I not? What well, okay. else do you want to know? Oh, well,
1: I know all about it, but... Okay. Okay. Yeah. You're finished. Good. Okay. Um, well, I'm I'm just going to talk about this last week, um, but um, I've had a, a gradual improvement in my back injury over this last nearly a year, coming up to nearly a year of having done it. Um, but although I have had gradual improvement, I've also had the occasional little setback like I had in September. Um, but I'm... I would say that at the moment I'm kind of managing it quite well and I'm I'm managing three runs a week of about three-ish miles and for about the last probably four or five runs it's been mostly continuous running with no walk breaks but I have been running with a dog a bit which anyone who runs with a dog will know you have to stop and do pickups. Administration. <laughs> and um, Stephen occasionally gets this, some person or some dog that he gets fixated on and then he gets very draggy and he's mm. sort of turning around and looking at the person or the dog for what feels like miles. It's probably only 100 metres or so, but you get this kind of resistance mm. um, to your forward motion from him, which can be quite quite hard work really. So I did a couple of runs with him this week and he was pretty good, but he did do that a little bit. So um and then my third run of the week was quite a nice one because I was um running to pick up my mum to take her for her vaccination so I was running really short of time to fit my my three miles in so Ian very kindly drove my car to my mum's house and left the key with her and I got to get my run done finishing at her house and then hopping in the car quick and and zooming her over to the Gurdwara which is one of our vaccination centres and um that was a very pleasing thing to have done. It was a lovely way to finish my run. Um, chatting with mum about the sort of process of it all, and yeah. um, she was very Has she reassured. she 5 yet? <laughs> she hasn't got her G5. Um, she got a goodie bag, which I mentioned in a blog that I did about it, which had some um, bits and bobs from Bedfire Service in. Yeah. Um, and um, she'd asked the person who was jabbing her who was actually one of our doctors from our our practice not a current doctor but an ex-doctor from from our um our home practice and she asked her about this 12-week gap because mum has been pretty upset about the fact that they're not giving the second vaccination quickly and she this GP was very reassuring about it Mm. um, and said that she felt that it would still be very useful indeed to have the second one so that was good um so overall very positive week for me i've done a couple of yogas i would have liked to have fitted one more in but i think the the trip to the island kind of threw the the week off a little bit so there was just a little bit less time yeah. to do things and uh, we've also been getting boy ready to go back to uni and all sorts of things haven't we so yeah <clears throat>
0: Yeah. I think he went back on Saturday morning. We still haven't filled the dishwasher since.
1: Yes. <laughs> indeed. Yeah, so it's all been a bit sort of coming and going, yeah. hasn't it? Have you week, been tempted
0: to wander into any water?
1: No, so obviously all of the venues that I use to swim are closed and have been closed since this lockdown started. And um just to coincide with that really helpfully the river has been pretty massive for most of the time, very fast flowing, lots of debris, lots of, shall we call them pollutants? (laughs) Um, It's all looking very foamy and very brownish. And yeah, it's not looking very appealing at the moment. And And even when it did go down to sort of what looked like probably a reasonably safe level, I just get this slight feeling of Should I really be putting myself in a slightly dangerous situation, potentially causing myself some kind of injury? I mean, I know you could think that about anything, couldn't you? But anyway, I don't want to give the NHS or, God forbid, the fire service someone to come and rescue. They might Um, give you a goodie bag. (laughs) I don't think they would. Um, So it's all just felt a little bit kind of, I've been calling it dubious uh, that's my word. So I think I'm doing the right thing. Overall, it feels like the right thing to do. I mean, I have got river swimming within walking distance. So from, from that point of view, it feels okay. But there's just all the other things kind of mithering around in my head. Mm. Um, but if you any of you read Silver Shadow's blog, you'll see that she's been tempted by all sorts of bodies of water. And I'm the same. I'm always looking at things and thinking, can I get in that because um, you do get a little bit addicted to the cold water feeling, um, so fingers crossed, open water venues start to open again. That would be just a, a little dream come true for me to get back in the water again.
0: Mm. I could fill the bath for you.
1: Yeah, I yeah. know. Oh, I mean, I can, mm. I can fill a bath, love. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so that's that. We've got a couple of um, Fetchies talking about their training, um, which is really rather lovely. Some of these um, recordings that have been with us for a few weeks, so apologies for that. But um, We've got Sarah Wu, and she is talking about targets.
2: Hello, Fetchies. It's Sarah Wu. I was listening to Ian's birthday podcast while I was out running at lunchtime today, and it's inspired me to record something for future podcasts. I've started several recently, um, and ditch them for one reason or another. Um, but today I've decided just to do it um, and send it and not worry about it too much. Having listened to Sai's celebration of his running target for this year, which he um, hit early than, uh, earlier than anticipated, I, made me think about my targets for this year. I set myself a running target of 400 miles at the beginning of the year, which I had to reduce. To, um, Because of two injuries, I had a prob- problem with my hip in May and I twisted my ankle again uh, at the beginning of October, which has obviously set me back. Um, so I reduced the target to 200 miles and last week I hit 200 miles and I should probably get to about 220 or 30 um, by the end of the year. So I feel as though I've uh, achieved something even if it wasn't what i set out to achieve uh, my walking target i set at 500 miles originally um i've started off the year uh, just recording the odd walk when i remembered to put my garment on but after the first few weeks i decided to record every walk um, and i have since clocked up 600 miles I moved my target from 500 to 600 a few weeks ago um, and the week before last I went through the 600 mark. So that feels like quite a big achievement too. Next year, well, I'm going to set my running target for 400 miles again, hope that I don't get ha- have any injuries or other problems. Uh, walking, maybe 600. But what I'd really love to achieve is to get that um 400 miles of running done I've never done 400 before I think my longest my highest mileage for a year it, since 2007 was 390 something so uh, 400 would be great and if it were more than 400 I'd be hysterically happy thank you for listening fetches see you soon thank you Sarah and
1: inspired by you um, I have just set my target as 400 for running for the year I think that's probably doable so pleasingly I just put that in and it says you've run 30 miles this year today's break even is 27 miles to hit your target run eight miles a week so at the moment that feels possibly doable I wouldn't yeah. want to get too enthusiastic about it because you just never know with this this ear back. Um, I've rather kind of enthusiastically decided to go for 100 for my swimming, which it probably is doable <laughs> if any venue's open. <laughs> yeah. So I might have to adjust that if, we, if we're if we looking like having another month. I think that could get a bit tricky. Yeah, well,
0: I'll take a 12th off for every month that we're still in lockdown, I suppose. Yeah. But- but it no. should be
1: doable. Two yeah. miles a week.
0: What's your biking target, Katie? It
1: is zero. Zero.
0: Okay, that's fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Yeah. You're targeting not doing any biking. I'm targeting that. Yeah. Strongly Good.
1: targeting it. That also may change. Yeah. You know. All
0: right. Let's get things a bit warmer. Get rid of the snow. I guess. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
1: So cool. thank you yeah, very thanks, much, Sarah. Sarah, and well done. It's 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 sort of it can be quite difficult sometimes to. especially when you've had a little bit of an unmotivated time or you know things are a bit up and down in your life it's difficult to to think about things like this and and feel like there's there's a point in targeting it isn't there especially like Sarah's had a couple of injuries and I've been on and off with mine so it isn't easy but it's it's something that's useful to do and so what if it gets adjusted you know it's still giving you something to aim at yeah. Um, but, yeah, well done, Sarah, and thank you very much indeed for your uh, your piece.
0: Yeah, That's great. You, you can nudge them up and down as often as you want during the year, as mm. Sarah mentioned. Um, so, yeah, just if you feel like you're slipping behind or you're absolutely smashing it, then just change it up. Yeah. So, yeah and And this is something from the Benefits of Giving Up Alcohol thread, just... It's so it's great to think about like what you could achieve in the year but just bring it back and go, Okay, well, what would be great for me for this week or even for just for today? So
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Cool. Good luck, Sarah.
1: Yes, indeed. And you. Katie. Thank you. Thank you. Um and we've also got a piece here from um Elsie too and she is talking us through her time with her back injury, similar to mine has uh, started off in September and she's just going to talk us through what happened between sort of September and and sort of New Yearish. Yeah. Over to Elsie.
3: A few podcasts ago Fetch mentioned the excitement that is the let's count to a million thread. So I thought I'd give you an update you'll be pleased to hear that the thread has successfully reached 100,000. If you want to see the excitement as it happened, then you'll need to go to the thread. Let's count to a million, and go to page ten thousand two hundred and fifty-six, and then you will see the excitement as it unfolded. If if you can take that that kind of excitement in your life, I have to admit I got involved with it during one of these lockdowns. Don't know which one. Can't remember now. Um, but just, you know, when you're bored at work, you can go on there and feel like you're giving a bit of something to a good cause. <laughs> in other news, um, I'm hopefully on my comeback from a back injury, similar to Katie's, as it happens. Um, but yeah, my SI joint has been causing me trouble for a number of years. Um, the most recent one happened in September. Um and I've been gradually building up how much I can walk. And this last two weeks, I felt like I've I've hit a milestone. I've managed to get to being able to walk for three miles without pain, which feels awesome. Um, but now, of course, I'm itching to get to the next stage. And considering how long it's taken me to get from September not being able to walk, well, not even be able to sit at my desk, to now being able to walk three miles, I should probably um, not push it, but I really want to start running again. So um, I'll be seeing the osteopath tomorrow and I'm going to be asking him what he thinks. I've already said I'll start with couch to 5k, but actually I'm going to start with less than couch to 5k. Because I need to make make sure I do it slow enough to not cause problems. Um, So yeah, so I will see the osteo tomorrow morning. And I'm really crossing fingers that he thinks the time is right to start trying a little dental jog. So I'll let you know. Zip, 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 zip. Hi, this is Elsie too. So I've just come out of osteo and the good news is I'm allowed to try running. Oh, so pleased. Um, so not today or tomorrow, but um, after that, I can try very, very little bit of running. So I won't be doing week one of couch to five per K. I'll be doing less than that, but I can't wait. Yay! I'll report back. Zip, 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 Hi, it's LC2 again. So, I did my first run, well, if you can call it that. I walked for 10 minutes, ran for 30 seconds, walked for three minutes, ran for 30 seconds, and I did that 30 second run three times. Uh, no, four times, sorry. Um, and it felt fine. So, I was really, really hope- hopeful that, that this is all a good start. Uh, Unfortunately, the day after my entire back has been really, really achy uh, and quite stiff. Um, So a bit disappointed. Um, My plan had been to go out for another run today, but, um, well, my washing machine's broken. So I've got to wait in for the engineer. So that kind of actually makes me be sensible and makes me not go for another run today. Um, So we'll see how it is after a day of rest. Um, And fingers crossed that maybe it's not as bad as I'm imagining.
1: Hello
3: again. So that day of rest turned into three days of rest, um, followed by a little bit of walking um, and then another appointment with my osteo, who's now a fetchie. Talked him into it. Um, the good news is that there's, there's no more problems with my joints. My joints all stayed where they should have been. Um, so all the achiness was just down to muscular stuff. So I've now got to wait for everything to settle completely. Um, following the treatment he's just given me. Um, and then I can try that run again. So hopefully sometime this week, but let's just wait and see. I'm going to be patient. Can't be. Can't be going backwards at this stage. So um, a patient wait now for a few days, get back up to walking three miles hopefully, and then and if that's pain-free, then I'll try that for lots of 30 seconds running again. Yay! Zip 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 zip. So that last recording was done back on the 16th of December. Uh it's now the 1st of January. Um, I was very patient, as I said I would be, um, but little things were flaring my back up, sitting wrapping presents, bending down to the oven, you know, all that stuff that you do in the lead up to Christmas and on Christmas Day. So um, I've settled for just walking um, until yesterday, was it, or the day before, the day before, um, when I did a three and a half mile walk, and while I was out, I tried... That little bit of running again. So I didn't didn't set my watch or anything. I just occasionally on my walk ran for about 20-ish seconds. Um and it felt fine. And the good news is the day after it also felt fine. It was a little bit achy in my lower back um, when I went out for my walk the next day, but nothing nothing bad. So I then went for my osteo appointment on New Year's Eve. And he agreed. My back is in the best place it has been since he started treating me. Um, so brilliant news. So new year and a new chance to start that running thing again. So fingers crossed. I've got one more osteo appointment, which is on the 5th of January. Um, and then that's it. That's that's my 10 appointments that my insurance would agree to. Um, I'll probably still have some occasional appointments with them to keep track of things just keep keep things in the right place but fingers crossed I think I might be back it'll be a workup to f- couch to 5k and then work through that but I think we're there and even better news I've just uploaded all of my walks that I've done recently over Christmas and checked my progress on the virtual walk slash run that I'm doing the Wales coast path in 12 months and I'm pretty much on track Um, I need to do 2.5 miles a day for the next six months Um, and then I'll be there and that's pretty much the same as I had to do at the start so it's all looking good Uh, so that's it that's that's it from me and hopefully in a couple of months I might um, do another recording to say how well it's going hopefully and hopefully I'll be have completed couch to 5k then. Thanks for listening. Bye.
0: Thanks, Elsie. Um, I know the back has been a real struggle for you. And I know, unfortunately, I have to report that it sounds like you're not quite out of the woods yet. But your um, tenacity and spirit about the whole thing has been great. Um, I actually saw your blog this morning and and apparently you've got snowball fight doms, which is just another thing to throw into the mix. But... Um, hopefully you'll you'll get over that pretty quickly but um yeah it's it's tricky isn't it it's exactly like you know the the stuff that Casey's been going through it's mm. like two steps forward one step back yeah on off yeah
1: yeah we we've had quite a few chats about um how annoying our backs are and um some of the things that you just wouldn't even think of like, like that that will irritate your back and you know, some activities of daily living that you wouldn't necessarily think would be affected by it, like sitting on the sofa next to your loved one. <laughs> but I actually find that quite difficult because your your uh, ju- cause a bend in you, the space. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how to describe it <laughs> without saying your weight, because I don't mean that you're you're heavy, but when you sit next to me, the sofa slightly shifts, and that slightly shifts my pelvis over, and it kind of just starts to niggle gently. Yeah. Um, and I know that, that Elsie's had similar sorts of things as well. Um, but yeah, the only thing I would say is it, it, for me, it has been kind of sometimes having to back off running and focus more on swimming or, or focus more on yoga. And then I've, and then I've gradually come back to it. And I feel, sort of almost feel like I've had several comebacks over this time and I still can't say I feel confident where i am but i feel like i'm managing it um and i probably need some treatment on mine in all honesty at the moment but um i'll have to think about that one but yeah so well done on keeping up with your wales coast path because that's been i think a really nice motivator for you and um and, and so that's really good that you've still managed to do that i think that's excellent and i also want to congratulate you and the other people on the counter million thread and this in all seriousness now it's it's important work. Yes. It's important work for the site, and um, it's not to be underestimated.
0: Yeah, I think we all know that like numbers like one million exist.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but I'm not sure anybody's ever catalogued no. all the numbers between one and a million. I oh, know, and um, to have
1: reached the 100,000 mark is um, stupendous.
0: Yeah, it's like you, you've just sort of gone past... Mars on your way to like some other dimension, yeah. Um, and you'll be slingshotted, yeah, by your success.
1: And I know we've been, you know, wanting to uh show our appreciation for key workers during this this difficult time. I don't think anyone anywhere has mentioned the count to a million people,
0: yeah. Th- this Thursday, the
1: forgotten 8 pm. I'm gonna email my MP at 8 pm. This Thursday, firstly, about the key workers of, of the NHS, the teachers and all of those guys. And I shall be adding...
0: P.S. One. <laughs> yes. I mean, just keep going. Yes. Say, I've got lots of these. <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah. So Because that's what we're doing. Uh, we are not clapping on a Thursday. We are going to email our MP.
0: Yeah. More money for More money, workers. please. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's Look after them. Want.
1: Keep them safe. They don't want to be clapped. They want to be looked after. Yeah. Right. What's cool. next, Mr. Yeah. Williams? Thank you,
0: Elsie. Um, we have got... Uh, um, so normally, right, round about now, we sort of mention threads and blogs that we have mm. enjoyed. Um, so I've got to give a mention to the uh, benefits of giving up alcohol thread. Um, it is the 25th of January, and I'm 25 days into no alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. Um and one thing that my watch tells me yeah. is that my average resting heart rate for the time from my birthday, which was the middle of December through to the end of December, during which time I was drinking sort of every other day I'd have a few few drinks, just you know, chilling out, approaching Christmas, everything's mm. a bit low and lazy. Yeah. Um my average heart rate was resting heart rate overnight was fifty-one beats per minute. Mm. And since Jan in January, with no alcohol, mm. it's 47 beats per minute. Mm. I good. can't think of any other thing that would have a, no. an impact on that other than just like my body is not having to deal with no. the alcohol that I'm yeah. putting in it. So good. Um, think on. Um, but if you want some help with just staying in control of the amount of alcohol that you're drinking or uh, stopping completely, there are lots of... Uh, very supportive people on that thread, mm-hmm. um, the whole ethos is that there's there 's no sort of judgment on what 's happened. Just think about today. just you know if you 're struggling to get through the day without thinking about wanting a a cheeky something or other, then um you know call in and people will encourage you and offer suggestions for alternative things you could be doing, alternative things you could be drinking. Um, and there's generally a nice feeling. There's a lot of cricket metaphors. There are cricket
1: um, metaphors um, and there are sometimes pictures of cricket. Yes. Uh, which is fine. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yes, there's been some talk of random acts of kindness actually as a way of distracting yourself from yeah. um, any kind of cravings or if you're struggling on a day when you, you you don't want to drink but you can't stop thinking about it, one of the suggestions has been which I think is lovely is to just go and do a random act of kindness and sometimes that feeling of having done something is is enough to give you the lift that you might have got from an alcoholic drink but with none of the drawbacks of having an alcoholic drink so but it really what I love about the the thread is there's you know just as much um, encouragement for someone who's on their first day of not drinking for someone who's been not drinking for many years and so much wisdom on there and, yeah, I love it. I think it's a really great thread and I've been checking in each day. Um, so, yeah, it's been good. What day are we on now? It's 25th 25. day. 25. yeah. Awesome. So, yeah, we're 25 days alcohol-free, aren't we? Yeah. Lovely. Yeah, that's good. I just want to highlight that there have been a lot of new blogs um, because there are 70-odd people still blogging every day. Um, I know some people have found it um, difficult to kind of wade through the the quantities. I've actually really liked it. I've just been dipping in and out of different people's blogs. Um, And um, I was just going to mention Fenland Flyer's blog. I've been reading that. I haven't been commenting much because at the moment I just sometimes don't have any kind of extra stuff in my brain to to think of to say but i've been reading fenland flyer's blog and it's interesting it's all about his training and what he's doing and other bits and bobs as well um and yeah but just see if you can dip into some new blogs follow a few different new ones and and be encouraging to those people who are trying to blog every day um and and yeah let's let's see what happens with that be interesting to see how many are left by the end of the year
0: yeah I, I think i'll, I'll do a, i'll do an update on at the end of january and see yeah. where we are um
1: am i correct that there's a pair of uh, velociraptors homemade socks in this
0: and a virtual badge
1: and a virtual badge
0: yeah yeah which i can't win
1: i mean i know which i'd be more excited about yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes
0: Perhaps anyway the badge could be some Knitted. virtual socks <gasps>
1: i could crochet a badge
0: I'm, I'm not too excited because i can't win it um but you could do that yeah okay. that would be nice i'll try
1: and crochet a badge
0: yeah can you get like fetch everyone virtual badge
1: <laughs> i really don't think i'm going to be able to get writing in it
0: have you got a crochet font
1: i'll try and see what i can find
0: yeah that'd be nice okay so yes cool. um socks from Wrap. Um, to, I think to go to if if more than one person makes it through to the end of the year then I think there's a random draw to one to sock each yeah that would do it
1: <laughs> could end up being a lot of socks couldn't it or you could just anyway. sort of like
0: have them you know evenings and weekends mm. for one person and the other person kind have them you know shared socks yeah
1: lovely anyway yeah so thanks everybody doing a really good job there with all the blogging um Good. You've got some site stuff to talk about, haven't you? Yeah,
0: just a couple of little things. So, um, I've been talking about this in my blog. So, if you've read my blog, you probably know all about it. Um, But I've been sort of got two little uh, projects on the go at the moment. One is to try and build a good VO2 max calculator. Because, again, this is inspired by my Jazzy watch, but it tells me my VO2 max. And I'm trying to sort of reverse engineer uh, something that will, will produce a, a good estimate of that because it's a, a good measurement of your fitness. Um, so there's been various blogs from me about how I'm trying to do that and I've got another one to put out this week um, with some improvements in, in the sort of statistical cleaning of the data that I'm having to use. Um, it's all about um, looking at the relationship between your pace and your heart rate. So uh, as you get stronger and fitter, your pace at any given heart rate will increase or your heart rate for any given pace will decrease. Um, so it's about sort of establishing what that relationship is for each individual person and, and looking for trends in that. So it's quite quite exciting. Very good. Um, so that's that one. And the other thing which you might have noticed if you're on the forum is the related threads box um For a couple of years now, that has had some laughable uh, related threads in it. Um, I I, put out a blog a a week or so ago, like listing some of those that were the most ridiculous. Um, But they are hopefully a lot better now. Um, And that's uh, a small part of that is due to like a little sort of matching algorithm that I've written. But uh, it is due in large part to the um, tag team who have been adding tags to all of the nearly 8,000 threads mm. um, that exist in the Fetch Forum. There's nearly 8,000. That's nuts. Yeah. Um, so they've all been tagged up, and they've, the tag team have been talking tactics, tag team talking tactics, about uh, how to, best to apply tags, You know, which tag are they going to use? Is it going to be challenge? Is it going to be goal? Is it going to be target? What word should they use. So there's been a lot of effort being put into it and lots of sort of delving back into the the murky past to find threads that uh, we'd all probably forgotten about and making sure that they're all tagged up. So hopefully that related threads box, if you can remember what it used to look like, you'll hopefully agree that it now looks better. Um, but uh, drop into the tag team thread if you want to leave a comment or find one of my blogs.
1: Fantastic.
0: Yeah, and that's me talking about that.
1: Lovely job. Well, we've also now got one of our brilliant member of the month interviews um, that um, ITG has kindly sent over, and it's her interviewing the lovely Barefoot M. Over to those two.
4: Hello, Fetchies. This is ITG, roving correspondent for FetchEveryone.com, the website for rummers, cyclists, and swimmers that doesn't put its base features behind a peewalk. With me in the virtual studio t- today is uh, Barefoot M, our winner of Fetch Everyone's Member of the Month for July. Congratulations, Barefoot M. First of all, may I call you M? Yes, you can. Thank you very much. Right. Thank you, M. So we have a number of questions from our avid listeners. First up is R-Kaz, and he asks, congratulations, if you were given a golden ticket to any sporting event, what would you choose to watch?
5: So um, that would be uh, Man Kona, um, because uh, for many years, um, I thought it looks uh, completely exceptional and I'd love to be there in person. Fantastic. Petrol Scales on a related question.
4: My question is, if time and money were no object, what route or race would you like to do?
5: Um... Well, again, I'd love to do um, Ironman Kona. Um, I'd never be fit enough, but it's a dream, dream event, having watched it for so many years. Um, and also Marathon de Sable, because um, that's also just one of those events that I keep bumping into people that have done it and just think it sounds incredible.
4: Where is that, in?
5: At The Sahara. Oh,
4: very nice. Yeah. Naughty Nickers then asks, my question to you is, what mad challenge are we doing next?
5: Uh, Currently completely obsessed with Who Squares Wins multiplayer, taking up all of my time and energy.
4: Good luck Em, you have to be a little bit crazy to go for that one. Yeah. And this asks,
5: what is the best piece of advice you have been given for either running or for life in general? Uh, To stop comparing myself to other people, uh, which I do try to do and I'm getting better at doing these days, but it is tough.
4: Well done. And Chunky? Our a former member of the month. Congratulations, Em, well deserved. What three things do most people in Fetch
5: not know, know about you? Oh, this was a really tough one. And I had to go back to Naughty, Naughty Nickers to ask for some advice on this. Uh, she did give me some uh, tips, but um, I couldn't share those with Fetchies. Uh, but she did help me with some that I could share. Um, I ran my own children's play bus business um, for about 10 years with Aisha, which was a double-decker bus, full of soft play which we used to do children's birthday parties on. That was a lot sounds of that. horrendous. Uh, it was um excellent for the parents um and it wasn't as horrendous as it sounds um although I was quite pleased to sell it after 10 years if I'm absolutely honest. Um, I've been on quite a few UK television programmes um, as an extra um which is A huge amount of fun, a lot more fun than a play bus. Um, Not for the kids. No, no. (laughs) I know. Most recently, Casualty, Father Brown and Upstairs Downstairs, um, doing lots and lots of different things. Um, And I've got a degree in Deaf Studies, that's D-E-A-F, and Sign Language, Um, And uh, I don't use the sign language that regularly these days, um, but it is an absolutely fascinating subject. I love it.
4: Great. Captain Esk. then, if you were hosting a dinner party and you could invite any famous people from history to it, who would you invite?
5: Another really tough question, but I would like to invite people that I think I would get along with to have a really nice evening. Uh, So my list would include people like um, the Obamas, uh, Jane Goodall, uh, Chrissy Wellington, uh, Lewis Carroll, Da Vinci, uh, Charles Darwin, Buster Keaton, who I think is the funniest man who's ever lived. uh, Sir David Attenborough and Norman Wisdom, another funny man.
4: Nice choice. Sounds like a fun party. Trin asks... Congratulations Em! about time too. In the same pattern of kiss, marry, avoid, if money and circumstance was no object, what three places would you want to either visit, live in, or never go to?
5: Um, I'd really love to go to Spain. I've never been to Spain and I'd love to visit Barcelona. Um, I would love to live in either London or Rome. They're two of my favorite cities so far. Um, and I don't like to say I'd never do something but I don't have any desire to go to Chernobyl. Fair enough, <laughs> not perhaps a, you know,
4: a famous sightseeing location.
5: Linz D, what are the best and worst things running-wise about where you live? Um, I live in the forest of Dean, which is absolutely beautiful. It's stunning, um, but it's incredibly hilly. Um, it's incredibly rural um, and we have wild boar everywhere um so I can't get anywhere quickly (laughs) I can't get so it's it can be very slippery um everywhere's a hill and um you've got to be on the lookout for big hairy toothy pigs wherever you go
4: yeah we run I sometimes run in Genoa and up on the hills there we have the wild boar and
5: they're a little bit intimidating yeah I'm, I'm getting better with them we've been here just over a year now and um I was absolutely terrified when we first moved here um and I'm getting better with them now but I, I still wouldn't <laughs> I still don't like bumping into them but um yeah they're, they're pretty intimate they're, they're very big a lot of the time and, and I, I don't like running with them at all
4: <laughs> our next question is from happy Grew, who asks so barefoot what's that all about air as in how did you get into it do you advocate it and why don't more people do it
5: um i i i do advocate it i think it's wonderful um i got into it because um i'm hypermobile um i'm double jointed um and i kind of fell into it accidentally via um a physiotherapist who uh, i was i was seeing for Joint problems. Um, who said that it might be worth looking at? Um, it's a bit of a long story. It's probably not for now, but it's it's something that I'm I'm happy to talk to anybody about. Um, I looked into it. I tried on a pair of running shoes that were um, barefoot and found that I was naturally that's just how I ran. Um, and uh, and I. I found that I just, I took to it very, very quickly. Um, Most people have to start from scratch and retrain the way they run, um, which can be frustrating and really, really difficult. um, And it can lead to injury if it's not done properly. Um, So I would say that anybody who does want to give it a go research first and really take it really really slowly talk to people read lots um and if anybody is interested drop me an f mail um i'm I'm really super happy to talk to anybody about it i really am if anybody's interested
4: so there's your open offer from barefoot m if you want to learn more about barefoot running there she is so Nayak has a related question: Do you get self-conscious running barefoot or in slippers? I do. You get so many strange looks, but I think minimal footwear is becoming more accepted, even if it's still niche.
5: Um, I I I don't because I, I think I've been doing it for so long, um, and it's the only way I've run as an adult. Um, I I don't feel particularly self-conscious. I the only thing I find really strange is that I get more um, comments. Uh, if I'm running in sandals or hirachas um, than I do. If I'm running completely barefoot, it seems stranger to people that I would be running in sandals than I would with absolutely nothing on my feet. And I've always found that a little bit strange. <laughs> hmm. but, um, yeah, um, Waysmurs are something we've
4: kind of partly covered, but our standard question is, if you could meet anyone past or present, who would it be and why?
5: Um, So this would be Anthony Hopkins, um, because I did meet him when I was a teenager, very briefly. Um, He was I I was introduced to him by a friend of mine at college um, who I hadn't believed when he'd said um, Anthony Hopkins is going to be at my house later. Do you want to meet him? I'd said, oh, yeah, sure. Of course he is. Um, And when Anthony Hopkins had walked into this person's kitchen, I'd completely clammed up shook his hand and went, oh, I've got to go home, bye. Um, And I've regretted this my entire life ever since. So um, I would love to meet him again and um, and just be able to have a reasonable conversation (laughs) and and meet him properly uh, because I do think he's an excellent actor.
4: Mr. Hopkins, if you're listening to (laughs) effectivebrown.com podcast, there's your call. Barefoot M would like another chance to say hello to you. As you can see, as you can hear, she now knows how to hold a proper grown-up conversation. (laughs) Sunbed Athlete adds, how much has running helped you with the similar things one goes through on a daily basis? The insecurity and negativity. It takes over very quickly and only someone with similar experiences will understand. Congratulations on member of the month.
5: It's helped me. Immensely, actually, because um, I, I do suffer greatly with um, negative thoughts and, and feelings of insecurity and, and always have done. Um, and um, I, I've, I'm not a fast runner. Um, I'm never going to be a fast runner. Um, and, and I've always felt quite guilty about that when when I've been running with other people. So I've, I've often felt... Um, uh guilty when running with um with my husband for example if i'm running with Aishhep um at a park run I, I've often felt quite guilty because he's a lot faster than me and I'll, I'll often find myself apologising for that, which he will he will always say, don't don't apologize. I just like running with you. I just enjoy running with with you, spending time with you. Um, now as I've as I've progressed as a runner, um I get enjoyment running with other people um so when I've introduced other people to running naughty Nickus for example she's you know she's my best friend I love that she has now um started running and she will she has now kind of taken on my role in running so she will I, I will run with her and she'll be apologizing to me for being slow I'm like I don't I don't care that you're slower than I would be running I just I love that you're running I love that we're running together and and I can now I can now see see it from the other side and that's helped me um immensely with with what what's been going on in my own head so it's 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 just it's weird kind of seeing it from the other side. That makes that's sense. great
4: i think you know we can get a lot of self-confidence from running that that brings into other aspects of our life and i think one yeah. of the great strengths of fetcheveryone.com and the forum in particular is it is so positive and encouraging no matter where you are on the speed spectrum Absolutely. now we have yeah now we have another question from Zentel and he says congratulations another badge
5: spinning or chandel did i say that right which do you prefer and why I had to look this up when when I saw the question because I haven't seen the term chandelles for such a long time um, it's a it's a flying term um, I've I've been flying since I was a teenager on and off um, and I've recently come back to it as as an adult instructor um, with the air cadets um, and I read it and I thought I know that word and I know it's I know it's a flying turn, but I I can't tell you what I don't I don't know what it means, so I had to look it up. Uh, and what it is it, it's a it's a turn while climbing. Um, and as a, a pilot and an instructor with the air cadets, we're not allowed to do this. <laughs> well, you can't do that with a cadet in the aircraft at all. Um, and um, and it it really really made me smile to see to see this on Fetch everyone to see this crossover of of my two worlds, um, you know, to to see my flying world coming over to fetch everyone was, it it was it it made me smile in a way that I I can't even describe. It was absolutely wonderful. Well,
4: absolutely. thank you for that blurb. Yeah, Susie Sue, um, who would you like to play you in a film about your life? <laughs>
5: Um, again, I had to ask for help on this because I, I was rubbish at trying to answer this. Um, but um, yeah, I, I, Shep and I came up with Helena Bonham Carter for this one because she's got the crazy curly hair and she does play um, a crazy lady very, very well.
4: <laughs> there you go. Helena Bonham Carter, if you're if you're listening and you're looking for work, Barefoot Aim is looking for someone to play her in the film of her life. <laughs> what experience drawn from your sports training and enterprise are you able to pass on to the cadets under your
5: charge um it's i I think the, the best the best thing i can say um about this one is um with the air cadets because of the age that they are they're often um quite um they don't want to push themselves there's there's that embarrassment that they don't they don't want to try something new in case they embarrass themselves, um, and uh, I kind of I use my own personal challenges and say to them you know I I've done this and it was okay, um, and and I know that if they if they push themselves out of their comfort zone and they try something new, the chances are they're going to absolutely love it, um, and and yeah. 99.9% of the time they do absolutely love it, um, and it's it's it, it's my favourite part of the of the cadet adult instructor experience is, is seeing those terrified cadets who who don't want to do something because they are being pushed outside their comfort zone, um, doing something for the first time and 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 loving it, absolutely loving it. Um, but they can they can only do that because they've got adults around them that are, are pushing them to do it um, who know <laughs> who know from personal experience that you need to be pushed outside your comfort zone to have those experiences.
4: Raggedy Runner has a question that's a little bit related to that and overcoming challenges that you already discussed uh before but she says I think it's a she your blogs are always warm and buoyant, such a joy to read. And so it's surprising to read that you're learning to deal with the negative voices in your head. What conversations do you have with yourself to make you carry on with a run and ignore the voice that says, give up and walk?
5: Um, I walk a lot when, I, when, I, when I'm out running. Um, and um, for, for a very, very long time, I thought that meant that I wasn't a, I wasn't a good runner because I had to walk a lot when, when I run. Um, particularly since moving here, and it's so hilly, um, I, I can't run up hills. I've never been able to run up hills. Um, it's just, And the hills around here are absolutely bonkers steep a lot of the time. And it really, really battered my confidence um, to find that my speeds were going down. And I was walking so much. Um, but it's, you know, the... I think it's you take your own um, confidence from it. You 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 look at your own abilities and um, stop looking at stop comparing yourself. Stop comparing what you do to other people. You know, I know that the hill outside my house, Ian can run up it in seven minutes. It might take me twelve minutes to stride up it. Um, I know he can run down it in four minutes and it might take me six minutes to run down it but it's it's still um that's what I can do and I can improve that myself um, by going up it again and I'll keep going up it and I'll go up it tomorrow because it's in my grid and and I have to do it for my squares.
4: you don't have much choice if you're a multiplayer there's uh, very few you can miss out um, and that of course relates I think to what you were saying about supporting the, the young cadets who are at a very very vulnerable period in their growth that you can take your own experience of you don't have to be the best at something you just have to be doing your best um, yeah. that I think relates to JCB's question if you could give the younger version of yourself advice what three things would you say and maybe that's the advice you give the kids and cadets
5: yeah yeah this is it uh, you know it's I, I spent I spent a good a good part of my life not thinking that I was good enough at anything. Just thinking ev- everything I did just wasn't wasn't good enough. Um, and it's only now that I'm starting to think that actually, you know, I can be good enough. Just because I'm not as fast as everybody else doesn't matter. And just because I'm not perhaps as fast as I was yesterday, that doesn't matter either. what matters is that I put my trainers on and I went outside even sometimes you don't even put the trainers on yeah except at the moment I have to because of who's (laughs) going (laughs) (laughs) but you know it's what it's what you can do on on any given day and if you're trying then that's that's good enough um and yeah that's that's what matters stop comparing yourself to other people
4: if you're out there, youngsters listening to fetcheveryone.com, you are good enough. Do your best. You don't have to be the best. Absolutely. Lazy Belinda, who doesn't, from her profile photo, look remotely lazy, says. She really My name isn't. Question, <laughs> no, it doesn't look
5: lazy at all. My question is how many more times are you going to get the ring? <laughs> so, um, Lazy, but I work with Lazy Belinda. Um, she joined Fetch Everyone because she was absolutely bored of me talking about. Um, Fetch Everyone and the One True Ring in particular. (coughs) So um, uh, I think I picked up the ring in the summer six times and I moved it to outside my house and then I moved it out to Gloucester where it was then picked up by somebody else and it was moved to Cheltenham where it's it's currently sat the other side of Cheltenham. and I think Lazy Belinda probably asked me at least once a week, have you moved the ring this week? Still, I haven't moved the ring in weeks, weeks and weeks and weeks. And she still asks me probably once a week, have you moved the ring this week? Are you going to move the ring this week? I'm like, no, I'm currently stuck in my grid because of who squares wins.
4: I was about to say that. How can you move the ring when you're when they're multiplayer? Exactly. So
5: Novo asks,
4: grid. um, My question is, if you could go for a run with any celebrity past
5: or present, who would it be and why? Anthony Hopkins, perhaps? Uh, No, Eddie Izzard, definitely. Absolutely Eddie Izzard. Um, I just say, I think he's one of the funniest men alive um, and his ability to run multiple marathons over multiple days. I just think he's, you know, he's just brilliant. I I would love to meet him and I'd love to run with him. I just think he's um alice the camel congratulations well deserved
4: and she does look like a camel in her profile picture (laughs) she does (laughs) you seem to be a very active busy person generally what's your favorite week to relax
5: um i'm not very good at relaxing but i do love to um i do love to crochet um and i do love to um lie in a bath have a beer um sit and chat with my mates well, I can do that, which obviously I can't really do at the moment.
4: Sounds lovely.
5: Um,
4: final question then from Chris HB. Back to the flying questions. Who knew? I didn't know you were a pilot. Which is your pre- favourite plane to fly? Which would you most likely to fly and which would you most like to own?
5: Um, so um, I haven't flown in many different types of plane, um, but um, my most favourite plane that i would love to fly in um is a red arrow because i'm utterly obsessed with the red arrows completely bonkers obsessed with the red arrows um and i would love to own a spitfire
4: very nice
5: own any plane in the world it would be a spitfire so one final bonus
4: question from me can i add you to my fetch everyone sticker book yes you can if
5: i can add you absolutely i think this
4: counts so about <laughs> as close as i'm going to get to meet anyone um thank you very much barefoot m thank you listeners to the fetch podcast you've been listening to itg and barefoot m see you next time bye Fetchies.
0: bye thanks very much both of you um and, and great work itg on on uh your second uh interview i think and i know we've got another one in the can Uh, for ed j coming up in a few weeks so thanks very much for doing that um
1: yeah thank you both thanks for taking the time to do that i know that it's we're all we've all got a lot on our plates at the minute so we really appreciate you sitting down together in the virtual sense obviously and doing that and um really great interview thank you
0: yeah thank you both um and and that's more or less it for our content this week but um Mm. we normally like to talk about what's coming up so what's coming up for you this week katie
1: probably much of the same i would yeah. imagine although looking outside at the frozen white ground um i'm not sure i will be running tomorrow i don't fancy a a slippery slidey one so i think what i might do tomorrow is a longer walk brisker walk uh get my walking boots on so i've got lots of grip and go for a something like that i think yeah. um and then and then see how the week continues. But yoga is on the cards today. I am wearing clothes that I can do yoga in because I find that if I get up and put clothes I can't do yoga in, it's then very difficult to come back from that. Hmm. So I've set myself up for greatness, as Adrian would say. And is that I, what she says? She says it all the time. Oh, nice. Yeah, she says set yourself up for greatness. Um, and that could, that could a- apply to... Your tabletop position, your seated position, your mat position. <laughs> uh, I have set myself up for greatness by wearing yoga kit so yeah. that I can actually get on and do that today. Um, we've also got to get the dogs to the groomers and pick up some shopping, haven't we? So we've got a bit of a yeah, a bit of a busy day today. Yeah, as well but as doing my doing my job, you've got to do your job. <laughs> yes. I've got to prepare for my job tomorrow. So yeah, we've got. Quite a bit on but anyway yeah so that's me a few yogas a few runs i'll uh, be happy
0: yeah so uh, i'm off to see uh the boy this week so um but that's okay because i can normally get my runs in before he's woken up so he's homeschooling at the moment because of the thing um which means that i just have to drag him out of bed and, and put him in front of the screen at the relevant time so there's no no drive to get him to school um but yeah, it's it's looking pretty white out there. Um I'm kind of optimistic that there might be some sort of uh if I go early enough tomorrow the roads might be clear enough that I can use a bit of the road to try and run on. Um but obviously if I get out of the door and I'm flopping about like Bambi then um obviously that's gonna be quite a, a short ending. Um, but yeah, so I'd, I'd really love to just carry on doing my running. Um, just I'm looking
1: at the forecast for you, and it's the high today is three, yeah, with sun, so yeah, so, so my, high of three and sun, yeah, maybe, <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, well, we've got a whole week, and, and it might just be like stuff gets reorganized. Um, I haven't done a back to back run for uh quite a while, so I am really quite tempted by doing one of those um but, so it might have to well be that uh, but yeah just more more running please yes yeah
1: good
0: cool that's us awesome then right. really isn't yeah, it yeah thanks very much for listening to the podcast and don't forget to subscribe if you haven't done already um i've been fetch katie's been katie you've been you um and we will catch you next time we'd love to get your contributions it's been so long Yes, I
1: know. And we're actually going to finish on a contribution, aren't
0: we? We're going to end on a contribution. Okay, yeah. So here comes an ad from the lovely Happy G.
6: Hi, Fetchies. Happy G here. Well, a happy new year to you all, depending on when this goes out. Um, It's 4th of January for me, and it was a very quiet Christmas, as I suspect it was for everyone. Glad to see the back of 2020. Here's to a better 2021 for all of us. So this is another entry in what appears to be a continuing series of adverts for me by thread for threads on Fetch. This time it's for a thread that I think is very important. It's called The Benefits of Giving Up Alcohol. And it's a thread where a number of people get together to support each other in changing their consumption of alcohol. We have a huge range of people doing different things, from those cutting down or stopping drinking for a fixed period of time, for instance, in training for a race or event, to lose weight, or just as a wee detox. Or there are those who are looking to cut down or stop long-term for health or personal reasons. Everyone is welcome, everyone contributes and helps each other, and we all learn a lot from each other in the process. The thread was originally created way back in 2008 by Finder's. The amount of activity has waxed and waned as everything does in fact, but there's always been a solid core of interest. But this year, there's now a really good group of regular contributors. I don't know if it's because of 2020 and the effects of lockdown or just coincidence, but it's really encouraging. So if you're interested in seeing what we chat about, or if you want any kind of help or information, please do come and join in. On a more serious note, if you're really struggling with your relationship with alcohol, we do have some people with real experience of the support services such as Alcoholics Anonymous, Al-Anon and others. We have the phone numbers and so on for those services on the thread too. We don't pretend to be a substitute for formal services for those in crisis, but if we can help, we will. But as with all things on Fetch, it's mostly just about some fun and lots of support. We've got lists and reviews of nice non-alcoholic drinks, some suggestions on diversion tactics and coping mechanisms, and an ever-growing document where people list their own benefits of giving up alcohol. I'll read a few, but just a few, otherwise we take up the whole podcast so uh saving money's on there losing weight improved sleep having more energy more relaxed and less anxiety being able to drive whenever you want and of course no more hangovers the list goes on so if you're interested in changing your relationship with alcohol want to ask any questions or if you have a story you want to share we'd love to welcome you in pop in anytime we're always there depending on If, when, this is included, then I hope you have a fantastic Christmas in Hogmanay and that 2021 is a great new year for you and yours. Oh, I said that at the beginning. Repetition. Deviation. Hesitation. Ah, Lots of love, Fetchies. Happy G, signing off. We throw
0: snowballs at your paywall.